0: We are love. family.
1: Got all my brothers, and sisters with me. Mm, 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 mm. We <laughs> are family. <laughs> mm, <laughs> hey, gonna Come on, everybody! I was just about to say,
2: bro. You ain't committed, Chris. You ain't right. committed to the bed. I, I, can't gotta, no, I can't hit gotta, that note. I can't hit that note. That's Let it me tell tra- it <laughs> don't matter. It don't matter if it's really in you or not to do it. Look at John Moran. You don't really got to be about it to try it. You know uh, just just uh, do it. Uh, <laughs> put your on <laughs> to the road. Just go in and get roll. started. We didn't even get started. Oh, okay. Bro. All right. All right. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the bad guy, I guess. I'll be the bad guy this week. But anyway, fellas, 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 fellas. The would you rather this week? You have to go without one of these for the rest of of your life. Television or fast food. I could go the rest of my life without fast food. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Television or fast food or any restaurant where it costs under $75 a plate. Oh, so you mean even like going out to eat, that's gone too. Oh, you can go out to eat, but it's only, you gotta be like the minimum of wherever you eat and gotta be $75 a plate. Oh,
0: When we say TV, we include anything that comes on TV.
2: Anything that is on TV you cannot watch.
0: Well, food got to go then. Mm-hmm. I know I know that make life tougher because at the same time, like you got to think of how many times if you going on a date, you're going out to eat, your family having a thing, you're going out to eat. You won't, uh, It's a work team building meeting, you're going out to eat. That's tough to get rid of and you know most of those places are going to be under $75 for the average entree. Um... But I'm not getting rid of TV. I'm supposed to go to the rest of my life without basketball and
2: wrestling? You out of here. Hey, hey, fun fact. Fun fact. My family, one of my family members had a birthday, and they wanted to go to a uh, specific restaurant downtown. Uh, it's in the Renaissance Center. So for those of you who are oh, familiar, I'm, I'm here. For those of you who are not familiar with Detroit, the Renaissance Center is like it's like the the it's real ritzy snazzy area in terms of food and all that it's our in magnificent mom. It's our Magnificent It's exactly. It's our magnificent. <laughs> it really, really is. Basically, that's what it is for real. It's basically that. And uh, my sister said, "Yeah, I invited a whole bunch of my friends here, uh, but that I didn't even want to say who it was." But anyway. Uh, this person invited a bunch of their friends to the dinner. And in my mind, the first thing I thought was, hey, your friends kind of broke. Like, no offense. <laughs> no offense. But like, we are not, your friends ain't coming to Joe Muir's. Like, that's not, they are not finna, what are they gonna do in there? Like, order the salad in the water and look at everybody crazy when the bill the goes? Wedge, like, Wedge salad. They, they might not even get the wedge give me, the, hey, give, me the, <laughs> give me the like Man. little leavings that y'all got up there. but yeah we we went and like none of her friends came and I was just like baby they're poor like no offense <laughs> like because we've all yeah. been there we've all yeah. been there I've been broke I've been I'm not even like out of broke right now but like you know I, this is just a fun thing there Chris which one are you going without the the TV or the food I okay so is the full, like, I
1: mean, is the TV, like, I can't even watch highlights, like, like I can't, like, watch highlights, I can't, like, watch recaps.
0: That's what I'm thinking.
2: <laughs> Why does somebody put us a in parade inside my city in the comments? <laughs> 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 uh, y'all are sick people. Y'all are sick, sick people. Anyway, <laughs> ah, uh, yeah, Chris. That's water that the job was it. Chris, you can, So, so here's the thing. You can technically watch that because it's on social media. But like, that's that's about it. You can watch stuff that's on social media, but you can't, like how people are putting full movies on Twitter, like you can't do that, obviously. Like So
0: even if, like, like right now, uh, if the game on after it's over, I can't type in, you know, like Sixers Bucks highlights on YouTube?
2: Yes. You're allowed to have that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm just, the restaurant still gotta go.
1: Man, bro, that's tough, bro, because you got stuff like Snowfall you'll miss. You got stuff like Power you'll miss. You got stuff like sports, like live sports you'll miss, man. But then also on the food side, you got stuff like Del Frisco's. Have y'all been to Del Frisco's, man? Oh, I'm not
2: here. I'm not the hip. Frisco's is like... Wait, wait, wait. Like, oh, never mind. I'm thinking of Del Taco. I'm not thinking of Del Frisco. No, no, no. Yeah, crazy, Del Taco is wild. We've oh, been speaking in mind, that boy like, up. And my mom's like, I see what? your face. I see your crazy. face. No, no, you That's no, right. But no, I've never been to Del Frisco. Never been oh, to Del Frisco.
1: man. Del Frisco is like, have you been to Steak 48? Like, this is upscale, upscale. Right yeah, I've been, to I've,
2: been I've been there. I've been there. Okay.
1: Del Frisco's is like Steak 48 with a Gucci belt on. Like, oh, like, Del Frisco, like Del Frisco's okay. is the one in Boston gets my. I go there twice a year because of how cheap, steep that bill is. Like, hey, that hey. If I had to give up Del Frisco's,
2: I don't know how I would live. With but myself. not if the bill, if the bill is crazy, then you wouldn't have to give it up again. If the average is seventy five dollars a plate, you good. Okay, okay.
1: So yeah, you just yeah, I would just have to cook because obviously you'll go broke. Always going out seventy five dollars a plate, you'll go broke yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, w- I would give up I would give up the food for so. Because, low-key, if you think about it, what fast food restaurant do you pull up to and be like, all right, I'm going to be satisfied with this meal? It's just like, if you do go get fast food, it's like, I'm just getting this shit. I mean, getting this just because it's like, it's available and I don't feel like cooking nothing. Like, literally, like, last time I had at McDonald's or something like that,
2: it was so horrible, I didn't even finish it. Wait, you said last. Oh, you said Wendy's or McDonald's. I thought you said wings yeah. or McDonald's. I was about to say that's mm-hmm. a wild. That's a wild <laughs> spectrum. Thing but but actually, wings would be included in there because like wings right. That's not, what I'm saying. Wings ain't seventy-five dollars. they finna be, yeah. but they're not there yet. They're not mm. there yet. Uh yeah, I definitely had to go with the food, too, man. I had to go with the food, too. And don't get me wrong. Like, I really do love a good steak. I love a good ambiance joint. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you could just tell, like, they wouldn't have let your ancestors in about 50 years ago. But, like, you're there now. Nice little spot. Nice little ambiance. But, yeah, not, not uh, for me. Not for me. Anyway, that is uh, what we got going on there. So... We got to get into the show, fellas, because we got a lot going on, okay? Uh, Josh, you got to answer because the there are beliefs that you are tied in with BMF, the Big Morant family, uh, <laughs> that you supplied the gun to Jod that he carried on the plane. Mm-hmm. And that gun that he carried on the plane is allegedly carrying a 50-game suspension behind it. We got to talk NFL combine, winners and losers. And folks, the dominoes are falling with these quarterbacks The dominoes are falling. Derek Carr has gone to the uh, Saints. You've got Danny Dimes getting read up with a massive contract. You've got multiple quarterbacks getting big contracts and you've got Lamar getting franchise tag. And speaking of quarterbacks and whatnot, we're going to talk about Deion Sanders and how he wants his quarterbacks and what type of homes he wants them from. That's not a good episode, (laughs) y'all.
1: Sound good to me. I feel like this episode gonna get his banned, but. Oh, know. we
2: we gonna get banned. <laughs> we gonna, listen. I am I am if if we get canceled like these celebrities get canceled, I'm here for it. If we get canceled into a Netflix special where we can I mean, like the board, yeah I mean like hey, we, we recording on Netflix. The sponsorships ain't 10. came in yet. This might be our avenue. This, this might be our lane. This might be our lane, but let's get into it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. This your favorite hour of the week with the facts over axe crew. We got the master, the mix master, Josh Gaiden in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the master player, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC that is me, Ken Gibbs. First of all, let me let me let y'all in on something that I did not know until like literally two weeks ago. My brother, my big brother is that's audio guy. That's my big brother. I had no clue. Oh, what? I, like, I was like, bro, who is this audio guy? like, this is really random. That's my big brother. That is my big brother. What's up, Kevin? What's up, audio? I'm glad that you glad that you're here, bro. Glad that you're here. But anyway, uh, folks, John Morant in this 50 game suspension. Everybody warned him. Everybody said stop what you're doing, but apparently not the, the flashing the gun on the uh, on the live is not what did it. That was supposed to be a two gamer. The allegedly bringing a gun on the plane is what got him 50. What are y'all thoughts on this situation?
0: So one, is it, has he already gotten 50 or they're discussing 50? Because I thought I read if the gun was was registered and he has uh, like a license to carry, then he wouldn't be suspended.
2: So, what I was hearing was, it's in the CBA that there's no way around 50. Ah, um, like, okay. What I was hearing was, like, regardless of the situation, there's no way around 50, but they trying to work something out to finesse it. Because this, you know, it's just like how the Panthers said, every player got to wear a suit and tie on game day. Mm-hmm. And then when Cam came out with the handkerchief and the big hats and all, they are just like, i mean, it's it's You know What are you going to do? So, they trying to find a way to work it out, but it's in the CBA that this is – you know, we, we got the... Uh, what what was his name? We got the uh, Ronald Reagan mandatory minimums on the case. <laughs> you're caught with a rock, you're facing a decade. Like um, what we got going so on.
0: So if he does get 50, I just want to talk about how goofy this young man is. Tell, um, tell us about it. So for starters, I'm not going to be a person that's going to go on wax and say... um that young people are not allowed to make mistakes. Josh, what, 22? 23. 23. Okay. So, young people are not allowed to make mistakes, but at the same time, um, none of us here, and I don't think any of our listeners, at age 23, has made a mistake that... Multiple mistakes that have snowballed into him losing a very important... uh, season of his career, regardless, we've seen crazier things happen in the NBA, but the Memphis Grizzlies are a championship contender. That's I right. wouldn't personally feel that way, but they're the second seed in a tough Western Conference. They're
2: um, good in the West. They're good in the West. <laughs> right. The West. <laughs>
0: also, none of us at that age have made a mistake that's big enough to cost us $200 million. Um, I just, I, I'm not understanding how you know somebody that age pays attention to social media they may pay attention to the media at large how do you continuously try so hard to be from somewhere or be someone who you're not all of us um, I, know, I know for a fact me and Gibbs didn't come from the best neighborhoods upbringing wise mm-hmm Chris is like halfway, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Like, but like Chris, Chris was around black folks, but he was around like the, hey, what y'all doing around here, black folks? Like,
1: put up your parents, <laughs> your man, <laughs> black folks. It was, uh, it was come on, <laughs> I grew up on six mile out of drive, bro. we
2: not. He had a pocket square. We not, we not. <laughs> you grew up in Rosedale. Stop playing. <laughs> <No, man. laughs> hey, say what you want, man. <laughs> your parents did their job. Your parents did their job. Yeah. You know what That's mean? what I'm saying, what? bro. I mean, hey, what if I ain't out here acting like duh? Hey, one of my parents exactly. completely abandoned, bro, Post? He said, "Wait a minute, this these kids do not pass the vibe check. I'm out of here, bro." Get me. <laughs> I got the absent father in me. I'm not doing it. But anyway, go ahead, go ahead. John. Um, so my, I'm
0: from people that come from that kind of life or that kind of thing. But I grew up around guns. Gibbs. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can say same. the same. Same. Yeah. No part about me is like, yo, I'm about to go flex this gun. Yeah. Like, you're worth two hundred million dollars. I don't even know any other way to cut it. And I don't want to be one of those people that come on here and say that uh, young people can't make mistakes. Cause I know a lot of people are like piling onto the situation. And a lot of people, it was a, a video of him drinking, uh, Casamigos out the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You 23, you were celebrating making an all-star team. You're going to do that. Like, I'm not going to pile these things on top of it. We're talking about making, uh, felonious mistakes. What you worth two hundred million dollars? Yeah. If you thought guns made you that cool, if you work through this contract, do what you're supposed to do, and get out the NBA, you can play with as many guns as you want to.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you'll be uh what he got a what seven year contract. Yep. You'll be thirty. You'll be thirty. You'll have like forty years left of life to go play with guns and post guns all day. You know. Just, just well, even if you did have the gun what would you put it on IG like like who
0: are you trying to f- what? what what was you know you make a pros and cons list yeah give yeah. me one pro of him flexing a gun on IG live as an NBA or all, uh, uh all-star
2: if somebody looked at it and said, oh, that job's a bad guy. Shiver me timbers. Mm-hmm. You don't want to mess with him. He's in the NBA. Chris, give me one benefit of you posting a gun on
0: IG Live as a plant manager.
2: I will probably
1: lose my job. Uh, so- <laughs> that production line ain't never going to move so fast.
2: <laughs> Chris, <pull up. laughs> hey, big dog. Hey, big dog. What you, what you mean you got a Charlie horse? What you mean? you the welder, right? Get to welder. What you, hey bro, I got to return around here, you get this done in, in nine seconds or nothing 9 gonna be on you, brother. That's, that's no option.
0: Cause the numbers are really up this month though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey.
1: So we got a thing, we got a thing called OEE, that's o- overall equipment efficiency. Man, 85% in manufacturing is like the gold standard, right? Man, yeah. look, pull out the nine, percent, get the 90. 80, right, 90, 90%. <laughs> 9 equal 90%. I ain't hearing that
2: 85%. We <laughs> breaking new records. <laughs> just walking by with the fist. Hey, hey, no, I, I saw you taking a break the other day. Now, was that sanctioned? Was that okay? Like, no. <laughs> you, know, know, you know, you know, to say no, you, you, you know, to say no, you, you, y'all ain't got <laughs> nary area, you. I, I want to say this. I want to say this about Josh. I want to say this because, like, this is... You talked about it and you touched on it a little bit there, Josh. I am big on, like, yes, people are young. They make stupid mistakes. And we've probably made mistakes that are, like, in that category. Maybe not as bad as taking a gun on a plane. But, like, this is one of those things that always confuse me. I know how hard I worked to get to college. I know how hard I worked when I was in college. Like, I know. Like, there is, like... I sacrificed so much. It was like miss homecomings, miss birthdays. I miss funerals. I miss like all types of stuff because I was like, I I am single-mindedly focused. I'm single-mindedly focused on becoming an NFL Hall of Famer, right? And like, I could not imagine throwing all of that away to like prove that I'm tough. Like there are things about my family that like people would not believe if I told them. Like there are things about my life that people really would not like. They would not believe it if I told them. Like they would be like, "No, that's some out of a movie." And I'm just like, "I got receipts to prove that this happened. To prove that like this is my." Fa-. I have no interest whatsoever. You can call me. Listen, people was talking about Michael B. Jordan being corny last week. Give me the corny side. Give me that. I need more of that. I need more of that. Cause you know what's not going to happen to Michael B. Jordan? Nobody's thinking about canceling any type of, like, endorsement deal that they got. Creed about to hit all-time highs. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And everybody's talking, well, he's corny. He's corny. Okay, give me corny. Give me corny. It's plenty. It, I'll take corny every day of the week. I'll take corny. Patrick Mahomes is corny. You know what Patrick Mahomes got? A half a billion dollar contract. Two Super Bowls. That's... We can talk about somebody that's less famous than or less rich than that. This guy is Marcellus Wiley, who is now on Fox Sports. He's corny. He's corny. He he went to an Ivy League. He surely did. He I surely got did. one even better, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. know, and and that's and that's the reality of it. The reality that I'm looking at here is is very plain and simple. You are about to lose everything to be cool, and this is what you got to realize cool changes depending on what your age, what circle you're in, what you're doing in life. Yeah. Think about it this way, right? When you were 20 and you were in college, being at all the parties was legitimately like cool, right? Like if you was the guy that everybody knew you was going to be at the parties with liquor, with Bud, with whatever, you was cool because everybody knew, oh man, if if Josh show up, we all going, you know, he's going to have enough Bud for all of us. You know, that's what it's going to be. Oh man, if Chris show up, it's going to be Bottles of Great Goose everywhere. That's how we come in. It's cool. Now, try that at our current ages. Imagine if we were still at college parties with all the liquor and butt at our current ages. Is that still cool?
1: Well, for one, they would call us Bill Cosby, but we're going to say that for a different day. But
2: yeah, yeah, it's not cool. Though. But you know, but you know, people will look at me, bro, you're bald. Two of y'all are bald. What are you doing at this party? This is the party with undergrads. What are y'all doing here? You show back up to campus for a homecoming and that's it. You go home after that. You do not stick around campus. That's just not how that works because it's not cool no more. Child, you have reached a level where like you've, ex- you've sped up your clock, brother. You know what's cool for you? You could legitimately be on the Ben Simmons plan to buying the new $500,000 car every month or $30,000, $50,000, $100,000, however many thousand dollar car every month. You wouldn't miss that money for real, until you get yeah. to like year three or four. Like you, you really wouldn't. You could buy a new AMG truck every month just cause. Yeah, I, I bought this one in red. I bought this one in fuchsia. I bought this one in pink. I bought this one in black. This one was for my dog. I, the little mittens likes to sit in this one. The mittens not my dog. That's my cat. They got a car too. That's just what you could do, and nobody would notice. But you sitting up here flexing guns, bro. What are you doing? What do you do? And also, somebody brought up the point of John Moret was in the strip club, and the only nipples that was showing on camera was his. And um, they said he got the wrong type of dog in him. And that's. <laughs> See, hey, even in your quest to be cool, even in your quest to be cool, and this is what people got to realize when you're not from a life, in your quest to like kind of pretend to be that, there will be obvious moments where you look like a weirdo. And that strip club moment was a moment where he looked like a weirdo. But I'm going to say this. I hope that he doesn't get 50 games. I hope they find a way to like subvert 50, but I hope that he really does think about what he potentially could lose. I hope that like somebody in his family sits him down and says, Ja, we love you too much to let you continue like this. Yeah, we that that's just my thought on it. Chris, go ahead. You had to find a word on this one. Man, John Nardo Wick Moran.
1: You know, um, I just want to say this. I just want to say this, right? You know, as a as another brother... Another brother, another brother to another brother, right? We are, I said it because it's three brothers on the show. He a brother, right? Mm-hmm. This is the time that you realize, like, what you doing, right? How it impacts all of us as an as a, as a African-American male race, right? What this means is now, John Morant, just like Gilbert Arenas, I don't know if y'all remember, players didn't used to walk through metal detectors, right? The Gilbert Arenas oh. incident happened. And then players start walking through metal detectors. Okay. Now I'll give y'all even closer to home example. Y'all remember we first got to cast, it was regular metal detectors, right? Regular metal detectors. <laughs> By my, junior, my sophomore year, y'all junior year, we had airport security. Yeah. Because, because the incident happened at cast where they was like, okay, we have to make corrective actions. So, John Morin, mm-hmm. what you do. Right? Impacts everyone. Right? Yeah. So not only are the players going to have to get to the games earlier to get through security, they're going to have to do other actions around flying, around traveling, around what you do when you're out of town, around what you post. It's going to be rules now for what players can post. It's going to be actions taken if players post certain stuff. The NBA is a business. Nobody, I don't care how big you think you are. I don't care how big I go in my career. I'm just a number when it comes down to the business. Yep. Okay? Uh-huh. And John Morant, you don't want to figure out the, the alternative when you go against the business. When you go against the business, you lose a lot of money because you won't be with the business, right? Now, keeps. I'm not the brightest man in the world. I promise you. I promise you I'm not. I try my hardest to be smart, right? How many shoes would John Morant sell if he sat out
2: 50 games? I mean, the number would plummet, obviously. The number would plummet just because parents don't okay. try to have their kids and nobody shoot us sitting in the jail cell. That's just okay. common logic. No.
1: You know. Okay, okay. I got one other question for you, for you two Gibbs. How good is John Morant going to be coming back from 50
2: games? Oh, you, you're going to have a lot of rust. Like, at minimum, all right, so if he got suspended for 50 games right now, I want to say they got, what, 20 games left, if that? Yep. That's about, yeah. Yeah, so 20 games left, that would mean that you would miss basically the first half of next season. Oh, you'd probably be terrible. Probably be terrible, yeah. Because it, it's no way, even if you say, like, oh, we're going super hard in practice, and similar, there's, there's certain things that you know you can't do to the star of your own team that, like, other players will take those liberties. And, like, you just, you're the star, Josh. So you got to be prepared for that.
1: And I got one last question. One last question. What are you doing to your teammates during all of this, Gibbs, if you go 50 games down?
2: You know, here's the interesting thing about it. Apparently, there was a, a meeting held by Steven, led by Steven Adams. I, I, saying, I knew you were smart, Gibbs. I knew you were smart. What Gibbs. They I knew could do. Up. That, that was before this incident with the gun on the plane. So, yeah. You know, so, know. so what do you think? Gibbs, that was your teammate,
1: right? You know, you played the highest level out of all of us, right? If that was your teammate,
2: how would you be feeling right now? How would you? Y'all just got out that meeting and then you see this. I mean, honestly, bro, like, we, you don't respect none of us for real like you you really don't respect or care about none of us because like we we used to have this thing that we would say protect the team right whatever you did in life like whatever you do outside of the facility you still got to think about the team protect the team protect the team image and like if we literally just had a meeting about that and then you go outside and flashing guns on IG bringing guns on the plane like it's very clear that like you're not a very serious individual that we can trust to lead
1: Yep. And my last point, man, my last point, I don't try to be hood by any means necessary. I do have a switch I can flip. If I have to get ghetto, I do have a switch I can flip, right? I don't try to act that way. I don't portray it to be that way. I don't like, you know, and when I when I say ghetto, it's if I got to cut up on somebody, I know how to appropriately cut up on somebody. I could do it the, the professional way or I could do it the ghetto way. I could do either way, right. right?
2: Right.
1: But what I know about all the hood people I really know, right? They don't want to be hood. They don't want you to know they hood. If they no. got a gun, they, that's a surprise that they have a gun. You know, They don't have to tell you. You know they got... If I see some people that I grew up with that's from Seven Mile, right? I don't have to think they got a gun. I know they got a gun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, You just know. You, I don't have to see it. I don't have to know about it. I know when I'm riding in their car, they got a gun. And they might not have a license. So do I want to ride in that car with them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that's just... The hood, the real hood people, you don't have to explain that you're hood. You don't have to show that you hood.
2: People just know. People just know. Yeah. And and this, I, yeah, I, I just, again, I hope that this suspension helps him sit down and really like look at what you're facing right now. Like, cause this is like real deal. Like you could lose everything. You could lose everything. And that's, you know, like you said, Chris, if you drop dead tomorrow, the the Memphis Grizzlies are gonna hold like a little cell, a little memorial for you, and then they're gonna draft another point guard because now they need a point guard. That's what they're gonna do.
1: It's a business, man.
2: This they're about just, you not about the business. This about the Morant family. This is about the Morant family. What do you want? Do you and, and I was telling one of my Neos this the other day, everything that you do, and I believe he's like literally a year or two younger than John Morant. I said, everything you're doing right now. 30-year-old you is going to look back and either say, thank you, or what was I thinking? How? Why would I do that? And what do you want that answer to be? Because for Ja, I mean, again, you know, Michael Wilbon brought up an extremely interesting point. He said, I challenge anybody watching this program right now, don't watch a sports channel for the rest of the day. I challenge you to try to go an entire 24 hours. Of watching normal TV and not see Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James, Steph Curry on your TV. Mm -hmm. And he said, don't watch a sports channel. So what he was saying was the millions that are available to you just by being the corny guy, just by being the guy that stays out of trouble, you getting that up out the paint for what? For what? One last point on this,
1: right? And first things first, they, I, don't, I know we don't like to promote other pots, but they made a really interesting point, right? John Morant, 23, right? This is mm-hmm. this is crazy. I had to fact check this, right? He honestly is in a situation, right? In the next two years, he could be the best player in, from America, from, from United States of America. He could be the best player in the league from United States. He seriously could be. Which means he would be the face of the league. Which means yeah, would be
2: the face of the league. Exactly. And I was like, hold on.
1: You got Giannis? No. Embiid? No. Joker? No. Luka? No. Then I'm thinking of other players up there in that category and you look at it like Kyrie would be old. Kawhi would be old. Paul George would be old. Kevin Durant would be old.
2: Why would you even throw Paul George in there? He's not even in that (laughs) conversation right now. (laughs) Playing around. Playing around. around.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then the only other person I thought of was between him and Devin Booker.
2: I would lean towards John two years from now if Kevin and, and Devin Booker and then, don't win a ring. If you're talking about who has the the face of the franchise or the face of the league type thing, a big thing that goes in the marketability really is your style of play. It's why Tim mm-hmm. Duncan was never the face of the league. Tim Duncan was consistently. There was never a year where Tim Duncan wasn't one of the three best players in the NBA. I think we can all agree that, right?
0: Oh, yeah, from America, 99 to early 2010s, at least.
2: At worst, at worst, I'll go at absolute minimum, the fifth or sixth best player in the world. There was a decade where that was the case. He was never pushed as the face of the league. He had a low to the ground, very non-exciting game. Look at the guys who were pushed as the faces of the league in that time. Look at the guys who did have big notoriety. Like, I want you to think about this right now. You saw Josh Smith in more basketball ads than uh, Tim Duncan. Drew, Drew. <laughs> like, that's crazy to think about. But why? Simply because he has an exciting style of play. Ja Morant, you don't get more exciting than that. Every time he goes in the lane, you got to watch. Like, you cannot look away from the Grizzlies while he's on the court because he's he's liable to do something crazy with the ball that you just like, hey, yo, he's he's in that position. He's in that position to where he, he could have been or he could be the face of the league. But instead, he going to be signing the 360 deal. which could have been records at the age of 26. He going to be signing. He going to be signing with Drew Skinner. He going to be signing that 360. (laughs) The craziest part is because,
1: you know, he had the allegations about the teenager. Right. That led to this. Right. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if he didn't have that allegation with the teenager. Right. They probably wouldn't. This would have been like his first mess
2: up, you know. They probably would. But no, wait, wait, for for the listeners, he beat up a teenager. That is the allegation of what yeah, he did. Yeah. to a, He uh, beat uh, up I'm a teenager. I,
1: I forgot it's twenty twenty three. I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: you got it. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. We, we just. I mean, we just <laughs> talked about Carmelo last episode, so we got to clarify like what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, we got to yeah, make yeah, sure. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: But yeah, you know, and and with this incident that following up the teenager where he beat him up and held a gun on the teenager. That led to them like, oh, John, you probably, you know, they keep thinking about it. And that's how this whole thing came to play. You know, his repeated behavior pointed them to, oh, so he's carrying guns on planes now.
2: Yep, yeah. yeah. When all you had to do, when all you had to do was literally just be an NBA player. Don't they got don't security no for more young team? Boy. No more no young No more boy. young boy. No parades no no inside that city. young boy. Nope. Not a single parade inside that city. No Fresh Prince of Utah. No Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. No Fresh Prince. No fresh nothing. No, I came through swerving. No, none of that. No, none of it. None. Of, I don't even want to hear nothing if young boy got a feature on the track. So go ahead and delete all that. Don't, no more of it. No more. We sick and tired of being sick and tired, job. We It needs to be done to protect you from yourself, okay? Now, with that being said, you know, we don't want John Morant to be a loser in this situation. We don't want him to, to come out looking terrible in this situation. But we got to talk about the winners and losers from the NFL combine. Fellas, talk to me if you notice some guys who you saw, they stopped, went through the roof based on how they performed at the NFL combine. Talk to me. Who was it? Um, so
0: I didn't see a lot of the combine. I did see um uh, a decent amount. But uh, one 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 winner that I do is uh, Anthony Richardson from Florida hmm. Just because I feel like the face of what uh, a quarterback is in the NFL was changing. One, this is the most opportunity we've ever seen black quarterbacks get Two, um more athletic quarterbacks, even if you're looking at, you know, somebody that's not necessarily a black quarterback, you're still looking at um, people who are a little more mobile. Dan, Daniel Jones, I'm not saying he's the fastest person in the world, but he's a lot more mobile of a quarterback than we're used to seeing. Uh,
2: Daniel Jones had the fastest uh, he had the fastest recorded time of a quarterback moving in a straight line on the field. On that run that he tripped at the 20 yard line, that was fastest yeah. quarterback, quarterback move that year. Huh. Yeah, that's why Vic, okay. I can must... tell y'all Danny Vick. Man. <laughs> Danny Vick. Come on, Too man. Much speed. Too much speed. <laughs> But go ahead. Go
0: ahead, ben. Um, yeah, and if you just look at the the size that he has, he has a, a typical quarterback size, he's six four. Um, his his forty times ridiculous. I think he had a 40 inch vertical leap. Just like that amount of uh ability and still being able to, I think he um in in college he didn't have the best completion percentage, but I believe in the combine he was second when it came to like the uh drills that they were doing for From accuracy so i I think that really pushed him up and then one person that went down um to me loser is mike morris from michigan
2: Mm, mm, talk to
0: us about it talk to us about just just because once again the nfl was changing just how we talk about with every sport if you look at the progression uh physically of what athletes are we're looking at edge rushers i mean speaking of michigan we just had uh hutch come out of michigan and i was a little weary about his speed but his ability to come off the edge and be that fast is scary and if you're looking at all of these all of these edge rushers in the nfl they're extremely they're getting bigger they're getting faster they're getting stronger and when you uh are you're 40 times five seconds I understand you a bigger dude, but that's ridiculous. And it's not it's not even like he excelled in the other physical aspects. He recorded um the lowest amongst edge rushers that's considered that high and 40 yard dash, vertical leap, and broad jump, and didn't have the most impressive bench press uh reps either. So I do not he is it's literally nothing he did to help his stock. Like if we were looking at Mike Morris to be like a third round pick after that combine performance, we might be looking at undrafted.
2: Oh, that's nasty. That's that's that. Oh, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. That that would hurt my feelings. If I mean, not, but it's not is not a wild. No, but you're you're not wrong. You're not mm-hmm. wrong. We have. I mean, as an edge rusher, you do need a certain amount of explosive. And I don't believe his ten yard split was that good either. And as a defensive, mm-hmm. as a lineman, I can tell y'all that in the NFL they don't actually care about most linemen's full forty yard dash. It's the ten yard split. Yeah. Ten yard split determines how quickly. You can get off the ball and, like, get to where you're going. You're not going to run 40 yards in a straight line in a game or else somebody has done something terribly wrong. So, you know, that's the reality <laughs> there. Chris, who are your winners and losers from the combine?
1: So one winner I got, and I'm still debating on my loser, but Quentin Johnson, right? He went to TCU. Now, I know
2: Georgia,
1: Georgia waxed the tails off of them in that college football super uh, championship, Playoff. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, But Quentin Johnson... Is like Chase Claypool with with a Gucci belt and a Gucci hat and some Gucci flip flops, and he playing, thought it was a drop when he pulled up to the game. That that that's who
2: <laughs> Quentin Johnson is. Uh, hey, he, if you saw a receiver like that in high school, you knew you was your DBs were gonna have hey, a long day. Your yeah, DBs listen, are gonna have a listen, long listen, day.
1: Listen, listen, boy, boy, big, built at Chet Pete, forty point five inch vertical on top of uh the 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 broad jump 11 foot 2 inches for the broad mm. jump. He was second Oof. in the combine. So he that big Gibbs. Yeah. that big yeah. and he can move like that. That that's he, he 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 he's in that territory like Justin Jefferson territory if he comes to the league and perform now. He haven't did nothing yet. But okay. he got the frame. He in that Justin Jefferson territory. I would never say Calvin Johnson, but uh, Michael Thomas territory, you know, he's not the quickest receiver, but athletic wise, you see athleticism could carry a long way in the NFL, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then one of, one of my losers would be uh, a lot of the guys and I got a collection of losers, but I'm not going to even go into detail. But the guys that show up to the combine and pick and choose the drills they want to do, you know, the combine's mm. starting to become one of those things where it's your last chance to really show. Why you should be drafted ahead of your counterparts, right? Yeah. The guys that have been, and I'm not saying that the Ohio State quarterback. I'm not gonna say nothing bad about him, but you know, he really came to that combine knowing he's gonna be a top pick, and kind of picked and choose what he did. You know, it was a lot of guys like that this this combine. You know, and I just think that that's not the right attitude to have. That's not the right way you want to go into the league. You know, and I think that you could you'll be better off by. Just participating, even if you go half-step, you know, a little bit slower than full speed.
2: All right, my, my winner uh, for the combine, and, and don't worry, Mayor, we're going to get to these quarterback paydays. We're going to get to them. <laughs> we're going to get to these quarterback paydays. We're we're excited to talk about that. But no, my, one of my winners, ACC guy, a guy that I watched a lot this year, Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers an undersized receiver. Everybody's, oh, he's so small. Oh, he's he's a slot. Oh, you know, he, he's he's so little. He, oh, he doesn't run routes well. He ran a 4-4-2. And he was bigger than people thought in terms of his actual weight. I believe he weighed in at like 200 pounds or so. And most people thought that he was going to be in the 180, 175 range and still pulled that 4-4. I am telling y'all right now, Zay Flowers is a smaller version of of Debo Samuels like his route tree may not he may not be the best route runner put the ball in his hands he's electric I have seen this I've watched this young man play for three years straight and thought every time he's one of them ones I don't care what they got going on Boston College has so much turmoil at quarterback they had um they had uh I can't remember the young man's name but uh he got hurt this year their starter who was supposed to be the guy got hurt this year and he still put up magnificent numbers with true freshmen and guys who were like darn near walk ons. I'm telling y'all, he's one of the ones. The losers, common sense. I know what y'all are thinking. What do you mean common sense is a loser? Nolan Smith, Edge from Georgia, ran a 439, and everybody lost their mind. They said, Oh, my Lord. This boy is different. He ran a 439. We ain't never seen nothing like this before. We, we he got, you know, you need to get him. He jumped into the first round. Let me explain some of y'all about Nolan Smith. Number 1, he's 6'2". Yes, he has long arms, but he's only 6'2". That's a problem in the trenches. He's not a safety, he's not a corner, he's not a linebacker. He is a defensive end. He is a rushed linebacker. He's 6'2". Second of all, that boy weighed 238 pounds. Now That's my size exactly. Just right. now, <laughs> now, here's the thing. I know everybody's going to say, well, he had the pec injury and he couldn't bench press and all that. It doesn't matter if you couldn't bench. You are an edge rusher, brother. People don't care how fast you can move 40 yards that in a straight line to the degree that they care about how well can you hold the edge. Your 10-yard split is what matters. He had one of the fastest in combine history. Good job. Great job. Great showing you got get off. You will be relegated to a third down specialist. Like that is what will happen if you do not put on weight exponentially and fast. I'm not saying he got to get up to a playing weight of like 260. You got to be at least 245, 250 to hold down that edge. Like, those offensive linemen, they lie about their weights a lot on those numbers. Those guys are not 310, 350. Those boys are 320, 330. Now, everybody likes to say, I'm a big guy who lifts a lot of weight. And when you're a big guy who lifts a lot, you like to, people like to say, well, mass moves mass. That does not work on a vertical plane. That's not how mass move mass works. How it does work is on a horizontal plane. You know what that means? When you're on the ground moving forward and backwards. Now, it don't matter how strong. He said that he country strong and he threw bells of hay after practice. Good for you. Bells of hay don't weigh 320 pounds and they don't have bad intentions against you to (laughs) feed their family. But he's not the only one. Anthony Richardson is another one that I look at. He graded out as the greatest quarterback performer ever in terms of athleticism, which like good for Anthony, but um you still got to throw the ball. Fun fact about Anthony Richardson, he went the first four games of the season without throwing a single touchdown this year. Not one. Not a single touchdown. And you know what those first four games are for FBS teams. You're going to play the Southeastern Louisiana Delta Valley State Directional School for the Differently Abled at least two times. In <laughs> like, and you couldn't throw a single touchdown pass. I'm worried. My brother in Christ, I'm concerned. We love Justin Fields because he was explosive like that, but he could also fling the rock. We love not. Lamar. Go ahead, Uh okay.
1: oh, oh, Okay. Uh, another player, another player, Zach Wilson. We we tormented him when he was. Oh, oh, we tormented say,
2: him. Yeah, and look, he's not even gonna be in the league no more. Boy, that man is too. We, I, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. They go, they starting to treat him like his name, last name is Wilson. They starting to treat him like his last name Wilson, boy, because <laughs> you finna get tossed up out the league, young man. But yeah, it's, it's, that's right. I, <laughs> At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm trying to tell you, you cannot, you cannot base all these players' value on like, oh, how, fa- how do they look in shorts and t-shirt? Because here's a fun fact about the game of football. It is not rugby. It's not played in shorts and t-shirt. It's played in pads. It's played by violent people who like to get violent with one another. That is, that is the game. You got a bunch of knuckleheads like myself who said, oh, My arm hurts? Tape it up. I found out I had a torn bicep and I just finished practice because I was like, oh, it's okay. It's just a little stinger. Like, those are the type of individuals you're you're dealing with here. We're not well in the head. Nobody cares about what you do in shorts and t-shirt. It's not the game. It's just not the game. So anyway, we're going to move on from that because we looked at winners and losers in terms of draft, but drafting ain't the only thing to go on in the offseason. Some quarterbacks got paid. Some quarterbacks got Paid paid. Danny dimes got a lot of dimes. A ton of dimes. About a billion dimes. If you if you look closely. Fellas, we're gonna break down these contracts. We're gonna talk about them. And y'all tell me who came out as the winners and losers of this quarterback class and free agency so far, because there are more dominoes to fall. The first contract that we saw, Derek Carr to the Saints, four years, 150 million with hundred million in guarantees. Daniel Jones signed for four years, $160 million, with the Giants. Geno Smith read up for three years, $105 million. And Lamar Jackson was franchise tag. A non-exclusive franchise tag, by the way, meaning mm-hmm. other teams can match or exceed. And the Ravens have to match that or they just get two first round picks from the team. With that being said, uh, $32 million was the number instead of the 47 that would have gave them exclusive rights to Lamar. Who do y'all think are the winners and losers out of these quarterback signings so far? Um, So for the winners, the
0: quarterbacks are the winners. These three quarterbacks getting paid this much money. Now, I will admit, uh, football is something I fell off with for a little bit. Uh, like two, three years, I wasn't really locked into football, but I started back watching like 2018. And I have a, I'm have. not as knowledgeable with football as I am basketball, uh, baseball. But I know more than 90% of the population about football I believe. Right. Um I think these are some pretty big contracts. I know inflation is a thing, I know contracts are getting bigger, I know quarterbacks are the most valuable thing on the field, but the winners in this are the quarterbacks. Those three caliber of quarterbacks who at the out of those three, you can say Honestly, you could put any of them at one, but you could say Derek Carr is probably the most successful out of those three. And he's like a hinge pro bowler. Mm, I don't know about that. No. I'm just saying as far as level says, out of those three, Derek Carr is like a hinge pro bowler. Mm. If, the, if this was Matt and Derek Carr the only one that they might put in the mid 80s, maybe. Danny Dimes would be in the mid 80s.
2: Stop it. No, nah, bro. It. <laughs> no. If we look at their Madden ratings right now, I am willing to bet my unborn first child's name. I will name that child's middle name Danny. If Danny Domes at
1: 83, 84,
0: 85. 85. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I'm about no, to turn man. on. I'm about to turn on mad right now.
2: No, no, ain't no way. Ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way Listen. he's an 85. Stop it. Stop it, Chris. Listen. Stop it. Well, keep, hold crazy. on. They we gave him out like this this year, bro. We at look, we, looking it, like we looking it up. We looking it up. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna me. turn my mat. But that my point is, out of those, out of those quarterbacks, them getting paid that much means in their equation, in this equation, they are the winners. Who are the losers? The uh, and and I don't want to slander Geno Smith's name because you know what I'm saying he he didn't write back. I am happy to see Geno Smith succeed. Mm -hmm. However, the losers are the franchise that think they're going to get any uh, meaningful playoff football for the for the 10 year that these quarterbacks are number one on their depth chart. Mm -hmm. And the other players on that team that may have to take a pay cut or they might not get paid as much as they want to because salary cap went elsewhere or they might not get any teammates to fill the holes that they thought they were going to fill because they spent a lot of money on some assets that are. I don't. I don't like being in the business of calling professional uh, players mid. But in terms of their peers, those are three mid quarterbacks.
2: Very, very mid, very mid, very mid. I'm. I'm mm, interesting. Chris, who are your winners and losers of this first round of QB size? Talk to me.
1: I would actually. You know, I would be that that guy. I'm be that guy. I think Lamar is actually a winner in this, right? Because now Lamar actually. You know, he do what what, he want to do. One moment, Chris. Daniel Jones
0: is a 75. (laughs) Ain't (laughs) no (laughs) way they (laughs) did that. Daniel Jones is a 75. Geno Smith is an 80. Okay. And Derek Carr is a 77. Geno is actually the highest of the three.
1: Oh, hey, hey, hey. Anyway, anyway, I mean, we'll see when the next fact come out because one guy out of those three won a playoff series, a playoff game, sorry. So anyway, 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 anyway.
2: Wins are not a QB stat. I've been saying this for years. You know what? We ain't gonna go there today. Go ahead, Chris. Give me your thoughts. I
1: think, I think, I I think Lamar, um, you know, he gonna look at that franchise tag, he gonna say, that's cute, but get somebody else to do it. Because
2: Mm -mm. get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it.
1: No, no way, no way, no way. I'm gonna let Derek Carr, who had Devontae Adams. Uh, one of the best tight ends to ever play football for the Raiders, a decent offensive line, a brand new coach, an offensive-minded coach, and two s- decent, playable running backs, and also a, 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 a okay defense and only won four or five games. Don't make that much money, and I'm not. Now, granted, he did luck up and go into an ideal situation with the Saints. I think he'll be a lot better under that offense. And I think that out of the three of them, he's the more Drew B's like play style for a quarterback out of the three of them. But Lamar, mm. the, the teams are going to be like, that's it. That's all y'all gave Lamar. That's all y'all going to give Lamar when y'all backup quarterback is Huntley. That's it. That's all y'all gave Lamar. Hey, Lamar, here's 47. Come on. Come on. Come, come, come play with us. 47. We give you 120 guaranteed however chris
0: i i did just see a report um i need to see the source on it from a from a pretty legit source if i could pull up give me one second um according to phil yates who he got a pretty decent name when it comes to nfl reporting apparently a list of teams came out saying that lamar is not worth first round pick two first round picks which is the falcons dolphins panthers commanders and raiders
2: of course I mean, we're not, we're not doing the math on this properly. What quarterback in the league right now, because it's not just about the picks, you still have to pay him. After you give the picks, uh-huh. those picks, you don't like, oh, you give the picks, but the Ravens take the money. You have to give the picks and give the Ravens, I mean, give him uh, that much of your salary cap. So, I mean, that,
0: you know. I, me personally, I think it's rare to get a quarterback on your team, that's that tier and you need that to win a Super Bowl more times than not.
2: Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And I think
0: I think Lamar is on a list of quarterbacks that I'm willing to give that up in order to have them be a part of my roster.
2: I'll, I'll say this, depending on the team, depending on where your team is, you should absolutely be doing that. Like, I'm going to tell you the fact that the Buccaneers wouldn't do that. They're smoking crack. you have have a really good receiving core. You have a defense that is good, but aging and some of them are going to need to get paid real soon here. Uh, Your Super Bowl window is dependent on y'all having a really good quarterback. Go get that man. Y'all don't need no more first round picks. Y'all got them with uh, Devin White and company on that defense. Whitfield in the defensive backfield and all that. Y'all are Y'all are good for a little bit. The receiving core that y'all got, y'all are good. Y'all don't need no more pieces. You need a piece, a really yeah. good one. Trade for that quarterback. But I digress. I digress. Go ahead, Chris. Finish out on who you thought was the winners, losers. So I
1: think Lamar the winner. I mean, they could say whatever they want. He ain't worth that. But I mean, we all know that what Lamar bring to the table. He's been playing with Mark Andrews and and um, seventy overalls for like the last three seasons, he'd been a <laughs> reputable uh, franchise. So say what you want to say about Lamar, uh, but we all know two first round picks. You probably still strike out on both of them picks trying to find a Lamar. But anyway, I digress. Um, the 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 loser, I would say, and I know I'm high on, him, but Danny Dimes. I think he's the loser, right? Because yes, yeah, Saquon the running back shelf life is very very small, like you know, a running back is good one year and they fall off a cliff the next year. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but your team is not that good. Right. Your team is not that good. And you just locked 160 ms up with a guy that's relatively healthy. So you ain't going to never get his contract on the books unless you trade him and pay him that type of money. You're not going to be able to trade him if you have to trade him. So you kind of spent a lot of money on a team that's below average. And now you don't really have the money to make it above average team right you you like you, the receiver core needed more than money than Danny Jones you know Daniel Jones okay. yeah he could have found another job easily but at the same time I don't think another job would have found him with 160 amps right mm-hmm. and Saquon mm-hmm. didn't, that wasn't a priority to pay him and Saquon had a year like that I don't know about that I don't know about that yeah. I don't know if I was Saquon I'd say get somebody else to do it too but
2: can I can I uh i'm a i'm gonna take money long words uh here can I sing to you a little bit? Because some of these teams proceed brother proceed they need, brother. they need they need to they need i'm telling you right now ravens baltimore ravens Y'all boy, I love Baltimore. It's a wonderful city. It actually is. despite the reports about it, despite the fact that people think of the wire. I they ain't lie. We ain't,
1: ain't letting you say Baltimore is a wonderful city, but listen.
2: Listen, it's got some really nice part. And people talk about like, oh, their seafood is good. you cannot quantify how good Baltimore seafood actually is. Like you really I think, live in Boston. I can't. It's I'm telling you, it's different, brother. It's because di- it Boston don't got us making that seafood? Yeah, I, I was, I was Baltimore thinking that. Got us making that seafood. That all clam chowder. It's different. It's different. I had a stuffed lobster tail. I said, "Hold on, now, hold on. I I might have to go live with Marlo and them. I might have to go out and live with one of those <laughs> now. I do it. But now, let me let y'all in on a little secret: the Baltimore Ravens. Have had a consistent starting quarterback how many times in the history of they franchise? Two, Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson. That's it. Other you wouldn't that, include McNair? McNair was there for one year. Oh, I could have sworn he was there longer. Okay. That's how good Steve McNair was, and that's how bad these Ravens quarterbacks have been. <laughs> that's what you get. You had Elvis Gerbach in there, you had Huntley in there. Everybody said Huntley is basically Lamar. Fun fact about that team. Their offense averaged 13 points per game with uh, Huntley. in. Guess how many average with Lamar? 26. 26. Yeah. They were literally twice as good. Direct effect. This man yeah. multiplies your offense by two simply by existing and showing up and being himself. I don't understand it, and let me let y'all in on a fun fact: the difference between Lamar's thirty-two million and Dak Prescott's forty-nine is just as large as the difference between Lamar's thirty-two million and Jameis Winston's fifteen.
0: Yeah,
1: and you know what I don't understand, Gibbs? What I really don't understand the most is the fact that you know. Lamar, not really a bad person. He don't have, like, dirt on him out here. Mm-hmm. He does things for his community. You know, I, I don't get it. I don't... Like, what do they know about... Who got pictures
2: of somebody in his family that we don't know about? But that's the thing. They don't... If, if there was anything... And, and this is the crazy part. I hate to say this, but I got to say it. If there was anything about Lamar that was, like, really, really bad, y'all do know that we would know it. Like... There is no ifs, ands, or buts about we would, like, in detail, know every bad thing that Lamar has done. I think we can all agree that that's that's safe to say, right? Okay. Well, if you look at what these quarterbacks not named Lamar Jackson have done since the year that Lamar was drafted, their winning percentage is, I believe, about 40% below his. That's Flacco and Huntley who have started for them. Their winning percentage, their, their team gets exponentially worse without them. Pay that man what he wants and get out the way. Pay him yeah. what he wants. Because y'all are looking at a situation where even if you do pay him, you're going to end up in a DeAndre Ayton situation.
0: What, they're going to spend the money on, what,
2: receivers? Oh, yeah. We know how much they've been spending <laughs> on receivers. Like, listen, listen, I love Deshaun Jackson. I'm I'm a huge Deshaun Jackson guy. Like, literally, much bigger on Deshaun Jackson than most people. Deshaun Jackson is 36, bro. Why would they go get him at the, in the middle of last season? Sammy Watkins, yes. another guy. I was a big-time Sammy Watkins guy back in the day. That man is 32, and they finished out a season in how long? And then people say, well, Lamar is holding these receivers back. It's not that they're bad. They're just bad when they went to him. How did Hollywood Brown do this year, y'all? Yeah, he didn't finish with 1,000 yards like yeah. he did when he played with Lamar. So, Ravens, you're the losers. You you dummies are the losers. Y'all don't develop quarterback talents. Stop playing with yourselves, Ravens. Give the man what he is old. Give him what he is old. Period. Is he old or something? I mean, he's not even that old. No. No, no, no. Lamar Jackson is but, younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah. The the man is, I believe he's 23 as well. So I mean, again. They need to go ahead, pay that man. Hey, out. hey, hey! Your brother just said an interesting take. In I'm chat. sorry, he's 26. He's 26. He's your 26. brother just That's said younger than younger than us. Chat. Your brother Gibbs just said, "Look, we know why. We know why." I mean, why. But, <laughs> and, and here's and here's my thing, and here's my thing, here's my thing, here's my only thing about that. Even if we were to go that route and take that argument, Dak Prescott got paid crazy. He got paid. Jerry,
1: Jerry Jones crazy. also is trying to fight a narrative, though.
2: That's fair. That's fair. But all I'm saying is if the Ravens wanted what's best for them, if y'all want to win ball games, pay them. Y'all are not spending money anywhere else anyway. Right. And, and and it's sad because remember, y'all remember the days when the Bengals used to be the team that everybody railed against because they weren't spending money? Now look at them. <laughs> Dropping bread off everywhere. Making it work. And now look at the Ravens. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I have $3. That is all I have for you, brother. If you can't make that three work, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's a shame. It's a sin and a shame. The winners, I will say though, Daniel Jones won, boy. He ought to be. Let me tell you something. His, I don't care what type of player I was. If his agent came up to me and said, I represent you, I be like, bro, who are you? Already got an agent. I'm good. And they would be like, I represented Daniel Jones when he got thirty five a year. I'm sorry, you. That was you. That was your work. You was in the room for that. <laughs> right. My brother in Christ. We actually. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did the math wrong. I did the math all wrong. Um, he has one hundred sixty coming his way for four years. You got Daniel Jones forty million dollars a year. Uh, brother, we need to talk. We need the politics. We, we need to parlay. We need to parlay. You know what I mean? Come on. We need to have a talk, baby. Because that, Daniel John, hey, low key, low key,
1: Giz, we just said the same thing in reverse. You said the Ravens was losers. I said that Lamar was a winner because the Ravens sucked. And then yeah. I, I said the Giants was losers because. They they pay Daniel Jones all that money and they don't got a teva yeah We
2: literally just oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, cause listen, we are not gonna lie to each other and, and you know create a, a, a something about who is what or who not what. But the reality is simple: you cannot tell me again, Lamar don't deserve the money. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me, can't tell me Daniel Jones deserves that much money. Ryan Tannehill no is making thirty six six. Ryan Tannehill making thirty six six, and you pay Lamar offer Lamar 32 in the words of Dr. Umar brother have you lost your mind <laughs> brother have you lost your mind that and again to not give him the exclusive franchise tag, baby y'all are not well y'all are, and and let me say this like Josh said there will be teams who say he's not worth two first round picks again if you ask me how many players are worth two first round picks plus 45 million or so there's one. Patrick Mahomes. There's not another one in the in the entirety. Yeah, man. Patrick there's not another one. If you would have went back two to three years, I'd say Aaron Donald. But now there's one. Patrick. Yeah. That's it. Nobody else is worth two first and 45. If you tell me how many players in NFL history, I would say maybe, maybe four. Maybe. You got. It. I'm trying to think. History. Two first and 45 million. Two. Two Calvin first. Johnson, Calvin Johnson's worth that. If if you if you're getting him in like his third fourth year, yeah. First. Yeah, i getting him Create yeah. Calvin Johnson like that. I would give him that. I would, say, I would give Barry that. I would give Pat Mahomes that, and I would give. Uh, who's who's uh, key, the guy uh, picking up? Oh, I'm sorry. Five. Uh, Tom Brady. And uh, Dan Marino, those are only those are only guys that I would ever see giving that much money to. That's it. Well, that's well it.
1: I, I, was gonna, I was gonna say one, no, Erlacher, no, Man, I, no, no, Ray Lewis, yeah, I don't know, no, that's all I was gonna say. I was gonna say Ray Lewis because you said to Aaron Donald, Ray Lewis is about equivalent, his impact is so, about equivalent to Aaron Donald.
2: So, let me let me tell you the only reason I would have Aaron Donald over them, Aaron Donald is so dominant he completely changes an offense's game plan from the standpoint of he is at the first level and you can move him all around the board you can find their weakest offensive lineman and be like all right you got to block him all game ray lewis is a mike linebacker you can move him you can move him yeah do different things with him but it's not going to be the same as moving the defensive lineman to like Oh, your center's the weak link. He's the yeah, nose true, this week. True. Oh, this team's tackle is the weak link. Hey, Eric, go out there and pay, play defensive end. Oh, this team's guard is the weak link. Hey, Aaron, we need you to play the three tech this week. With Ray, he was great at what he did. Don't get me wrong. He, You could not use him in multiple different positions in that same way. So that's why those are the five guys that I think are worth that much in NFL history. Anybody else? I mean, two first and I got to pay you basically, uh, what is it? Like a... Uh, 20% of my team's salary, mm, uh, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough act. So that's just my thoughts there. But now speaking of money, the man who came out with the song must be the money that's turning him on, must be the money. He's now rebranded as a head coach at a power five school. I'm talking about none other than primetime Deion Sanders. And with that being said, He let out a very interesting statement talking about the fact that he wants his offensive linemen and his quarterbacks from two-parent homes. He wants thinkers. He wants those types of guys, all that good stuff. He wants his defensive linemen from single-parent homes, as he put it, out of the hood or the trailer park because they hungry, trying to feed mama, trying to get it. Any thoughts about this? Any any thoughts about this? Uh, these interesting statements from Dion. And then we'll wrap the show up after.
0: This. Um, I'm going to make my statement very short. I know he probably said it as in like, you know, it's always those like old heads that make jokes. I'm sure he said it with some humor behind it. Mm-hmm. Also, when you got that big of a platform. Are you talking about like young, young uh, men's career? Kind of sound like you shucking and jiving a little bit. No, you shucking and jiving a lot of bit.
2: Mm, in a order to yeah of it a shock. A yeah because
0: because essentially you you essentially you said that the smart players on your, on, on your you want the smart players on your team to be white and you want the athletic players on your team to be to be uh to be black and hungry and and, and from the hood which you know you you're, you're feeding into stereotypes which is something that people are trying to combat in sports especially in the NFL So we're just talking about Lamar Jackson not getting paid. I'm pretty sure that's a direct byproduct of stereotypes like that impacting people's livelihoods in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And and at the same time, it's not true. Black fathers are the most active fathers out of any ethnicity in America, statistically. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. proceed. He, He was shucking and jiving I wouldn't put it at in, then, but he was shucking and jiving
2: for sure. Chris, you got any thoughts on this? Uh, You know,
1: Dion, you know, I get a bad rap. A lot of people, you really be laughing at me. They're like, bro, you moved to Boston and you're black. Like, you know, they, they really laugh at me, right? But Dion, you moved to Colorado. You ain't too far. The apple didn't fall too far from the tree, right? Mm-hmm. So for you to say something like this, you give ammunition to the, the your background, right? He's giving ammunition to the folks in Colorado to now be like, "Oh, we got a great team because Dion said he only taking the these type of players, right?" So you give the ammunition to Colorado to build that narrative, right? And personally, if I'm a all world talent and I, I fit your description, I might not want to go there because I don't want to deal with that. For one, Colorado is not like. Prime time place to go to college at. We all can admit that it's not. It's not like, oh my god, I go to Colorado. You know, it's Denver and a bunch of bunch of mountains and and hills and stuff. So I mean, I just think that Dion should should should, should chill and, and watch his words, especially when he got a platform now that he can impact a lot of African American males' lives.
2: You know, this hurt me a lot. Because I was a, I was a huge fan of Deion Sanders growing up. People don't understand the connection that I have with Deion Sanders. Like, this, this runs extremely deep for me. And my brother knows exactly how and why. And, and please don't put it in the comments, Kevin. But, yes, there is a lot of, like, me and Deion, lockstep. I watched Deion Sanders' show growing up. Do y'all remember he had a reality show? Yeah. Yeah, I show. ain't watch it because it was corn to me, but it was super corny, but it was Deion Sanders. And if it was Deion Sanders, I was going to watch it because, again, I loved Deion Sanders, everything about him, every little thing about Deion. I wanted to know it. I want to know where he was from. I want to know where his people was. I want to know what number he wore at Florida State, what, how many interceptions he had, what he did. I want to know everything. I was a huge Deion Sanders fan. The interesting thing about his thoughts, who's his starting quarterback again, y'all? Or Y'all QB? Know who's yeah, QB. Y'all know it's starting QB. This It's his son, ain't it? It's his son. What's his, his son's name is Shador, correct? Uh yeah. Now, at the time of the show, that was a de- over a decade ago. His son was a kid, little little kid. That show ended because his wife, him and his ex wife, now ex wife Pilar, ended up getting divorced. That divorce was very nasty. Pilar ended up in jail and lost all visitation rights to her children for a certain period of time. I'm saying this to say your quarterback is from a single parent home. (laughs) So it's not cool to be from a single parent home. If your last name ain't Sanders or is it single father homes that are cooler? What's the deal? Well, you didn't put your son on the D line. Why? Why didn't you do it? He's hungry and trying to get it, right? He's trying to get daddy out there.
0: I mean, you know, uh, essentially, essentially he said "Um, that's different because it's uh, one of the good ones.
2: Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. And also, in terms of shucking and jiving, there are some times where you have to realize you tell jokes and people laugh with you sometimes and people laugh at you in other times. If we're talking about stereotypes of what players should be, what coaches should be, all like that good stuff, if you ask people, what should a Division One head coach be like, mm-hmm. by those same standards, do you think that they would want a multi-time divorced former cornerback that no. is the product of a single mother home that came from the muck, that came from nothing? Is that what you think they would describe?
0: no if you're looking at players to draft would you want your players to behave like prime time
2: no but guess what but guess what he was an undeniable talent and you had to look over it and here's my thing to me as long as you're not being a nuisance or a headache or disrupting the rest of the team i'm all for be you be you what the coach said about jamal williams this year and uh the uh, linebacker coach From the Lions said about Jamal Williams in terms of if you don't let him wear his Dragon Ball do-rag and his fanny pack and all that before the games, you don't get him. Same thing can be said for these players. And also, you're judging players and saying, I do or don't want a player based on something that that player had no control over. Yeah, I didn't have control over my dad saying I didn't pass the vibe check. That had nothing to do with me. Chris did not Chris wasn't that excellent of a child to where his father was like, hey, this kid too good to leave, man. I can't even do it to I was finna leave, but then I said, My son got straight A's again. He gonna be a plant manager one day. I'm sticking around. That's not how it works. These are situations that are thrust upon these young men. And based on the arbitrary situation that's thrust upon them, I could understand if you said, and I wouldn't necessarily agree, but I could understand if you said, I don't want kids who have been suspended more than five times. I don't want kids who um, who have a, a certain score on the ACT, SAT, or hmm. whatever the case may be. I could understand. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I can understand at least at some level. Again, I'm not saying this right. I think that that would be a dumb way to go about it, but I could at least see that. You're judging these players based on something that has zero to do with them. Zero. Yep. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. With that being said, how many games do y'all think Dion wins next year at uh, Colorado? The under-over is what, Chris? You're the betting man. Tell us what the under-over is. Four and a half,
1: right? Four, yep, and a half. four and a half.
2: Four and a half games. Do y'all think he clears the over or no?
0: Um, yeah, I, I was putting him at six wins. Even before I looked at the over-under, I was putting him at six wins.
2: Okay, Chris, what you think? Based off strength of schedule alone, yeah, he should get six. I think he's going to get seven. Uh, let it be known on this show... We can admit the Dion was he put on his best tap dance and the the uh, best little little uh, I love fried chicken. Oh,
0: suck and shucking sucking We're
2: gonna <laughs> Go get, on get, down get down down there. Tap tap dance. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, but listen, we are not haters. We're not gonna sit here and pretend like the man can't coach up some ball and like he didn't get some of the best Larry's and Joes in the country to follow him out to Boulder, Colorado. I think he gets seven wins this year. I think he gets over his, uh over under. But again, don't be a hypocrite. Put your son in the defensive backfield. He's from a single-parent home. Mm -hmm. You already got one son in the defensive backfield. Go ahead and make it two. Make it two. You
1: know what I mean? And and for the record, you can't let every player be um, John Morant.
2: Yeah. 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 Two parents. Two parents. I I ain't seen nothing bad about... You know what I mean? Hey... he came from a nice two-parent home, and now he done started Big Morant Family. Look at him. Look at him out here. You know what I mean? At least you can wish me luck. But anyway, with that being said, I know y'all tired of us talking about John Morant, Deion Sanders, and must be the money, and who shouldn't have got their money. But come on back next week, and the week after that, and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all.
0: Yeah,